Oh, the destination of Lazarus. Now we get ready to find out where the rich man went. I think I need to put because the Lord just put this in the spirit. Just because you pour it on me, you go into heaven. In his poorness, he had a relationship with God. In his condition, he had a relationship with God. The rich man did not have a relationship with the Lord. Because the Bible says in verse 23, and in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Now, I did a little research, and there are different opinions or things about the word hell in the Bible. So I just looked up something here on Google, and it says the Bible continuously warned of a place called hell. There are over 162 references in the New Testament alone which warns of hell and watch this. Seventy of these references were uttered by Jesus Christ. Now, if Jesus speaks about hell seventy times, if Jesus said, "In hell, this man lifted up his eyes," hell is real. It's true. Ain't no purgatory. Ain't no stay in the grave. When you die, there is a Instant transformation. Yeah. It's a life eternal or life convenient. Yeah. Verse 23 said, and in hell he lifted up his eyes. Now, I'm just going to show you one of the conditions of hell. <laughs> you got something for me? No, I was just looking at one, one thing we, we, we make sure we don't miss is that uh, that's, that's one thing both of them had in common is uh, that they both died. Everybody you gonna leave it. <laughs> the rich man died. Mm -hmm. The uh, beggar died. Yes, sir. And it makes no difference what we do to prolong life. Uh, Or what we do to sustain life, there's going to be uh, an appointment time to where we're going to die. Uh, all the exercise going to help. All the health food ain't going to help. You can take all the vitamins you want to, but when it comes down to uh, you dying, you're going to leave it. Sooner or later, you're going to leave it, and. When we look at Lazarus, uh, his shot was going to be better. He was going to be better off, you know, versus the uh, versus the rich man. Uh, and and it's sad. It's sad because we we have these type of people now uh, that's living in the world. Uh, the rich people, and you, you, you basically can't help but pray for them. Uh, 
because they they need to hear about Jesus Christ as well as uh, people like Lazarus. And we understand Lazarus' situation. Uh, that's all he had was his belief and trust in Jesus Christ. Uh, but we're going to all die. And the problem is... You mean I don't get to stay here forever? No, nah, you don't get to stay here forever. Uh, but I ain't the grave to the end of the story. That's what some people think. Uh, but then again, that comes down to the ignorance of if you haven't been taught, then you have to go on what you know. But we're never, we're never going to uh, get to a place where we stop living. We're going to always live forever. Somewhere, where there's heaven or hell. Can you say that again? Yeah. That's good. That's going to happen to all of us. You know, there's, there's no way we can escape it. But there's never going to be a time to where we'll never stop living. We're going to always be living somewhere. Where does heaven or where does it? And as you said before, uh, you're going to make one of them. Miss one of them. <laughs> but you're not going to miss them both, right? No, you, you, you're going to miss one. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to miss them both. And, and everybody is not going. I, that, that's one of the things that disturbed me is that everybody think they're going to help. Now, now actually, and I'm going to say this and it's going to be controversial. And I heard a preacher say this. And when he said it, I looked at him like, is you crazy? Until he finished his statement. Right. He said, everybody going to hell. And he paused. But then he said, everybody didn't stay. Because you got an appointment at the great white throne. Mm -hmm. And again, I've said this before. If you find yourself standing at a great white throne, don't get happy. Yeah. At the last pretty thing, you're going to say. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last pretty thing you're going to see. Right. Because you're going to see, you get to see it. Everybody gonna get to see Jesus. Everybody gonna get to see it. But you ain't gonna get to stay. It's it's just sad. Uh, one thing that's 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 sad too that he, he talks about here is uh, when you know the history of of poor people. Uh, they didn't even get treated right even when they died. Now, it's, it's bad enough they get treated bad while they're living by rich people that can help and uh, give them a much more comfortable life. But they refuse to do it. And even in Lazarus' death, uh, back in those days, what they would do uh, they wouldn't even give poor people a decent burial. 
they would just take them down to the fires that burn in uh, Gehenna and just toss their bodies in the fire and let them burn. So they got mistreated while they were alive, living. And they got mistreated by people that could, could help them. And then when they die, they get treated even worse. It's like we don't want to uh, help people that's poor because it's like they're more of a liability. Yeah, they're an asset. Yeah. Less than we are. Exactly. And so they just took them down to like the city dump, man, and just, just throw them in the fire and, and let them burn. But that was their culture, and that's what they that's what they done. When I think about hell. And I think about how in my ignorance <clears throat> I get mad at somebody and say, go there. I didn't know what I was saying back then. Right. I wouldn't wish, wish hell on my worst enemy. There's a book out and I read it and I can't say that the lady who wrote the book told the truth or she didn't. And I've mentioned it before. Yeah. But it's called A Divine Revelation of Hell. I like to say that book scared hell out of me. The lady tells a story how some nights that she would be asleep and Jesus would come get her and take her down into hell. And we get ready to get into some of the conditions of hell. And what she saw down there just messed her up. Said she saw old people, she saw young people, she saw preachers, she saw deacons. And, 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 and it's bad for anybody to go to hell. It's showing up bad for preachers to go to hell. It just is. Because here we are preaching and teaching this thing and telling people don't do this and don't do that. And this is what you need to do to avoid this and you end up going there yourself. And people a lot of times, and I'll be honest with people, a lot of people don't be, like to be honest about things. There are things that I struggle with from time to time. Oh, yeah. We, we talked about that battle of the mind and mm -hmm. even lately we got an episode up on denying ourselves. And folk want to always want to hit me, well, you're only human. And here's a good thing about struggling with things when you come to a Christian. If you're struggling, at least you know that's a good thing. Because there's that battle here, that, that part of you that the spirit is trying to say, don't go down that road. Because right. if you can just do it and it don't bother you and you call yourself a Christian, you might want to check yourself. Yeah, something's not right. Right. Before I always want to say, you just, you only human. But this is one thing I try not to, I try to tell folks. I refuse to let my humanness send me to hell. I got some loved ones I want to see again. I have some loved ones that I, I truly believe with all my heart 
that they rested in with Abraham right now. Resting in Abraham's bosom. And so the Bible says that the rich man lifted up his eyes in heaven. And I got some people, Mason, that if they don't change the way they go, and if they don't open up their eyes, or if they don't step away from the God of this world, we used to use that phrase, they're going to bust me away. I can't imagine spending eternity in heaven. Can't. I can't imagine spending eternity separated from Jesus. Yeah. I wish I could remember this little story about this little boy and his teacher. They were having this conversation about hell and she was trying to tell him that it ain't real and the devil ain't real and all I know is the punchline said, well, something, 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 something. The little boy said, she says, oh, the little boy said, well, you tell him when you get there. <laughs> he said, you tell him when you get there. The little boy had sense enough to know that hell is real and heaven is not. And we got people nowadays doing everything they want to do. Got people nowadays that don't care, that just gonna do their own thing. They say, it's my life, it's my way, I can do what I wanna do. YOLO, you only live once, that's a lie. You're gonna live again. Right. Right. You're gonna live again. It's just well. But in this book, this lady was talking about how she's a preachers and deacons and everybody. Choir members, missionaries, ushers in the church. I mean, in hell. And she said there was this one little old lady that just cried and begged and said, Jesus, I get it now, okay? I understand. Just get me out of this place. And she said, Jesus told her, no. She said, the old lady just started cussing Jesus out. If you end up in hell, like that song said, if I should die, and my soul be lost. Nobody's fault but mine. Hell ain't where you want to go. That's true. I've often said that the biggest prayer meeting <laughs> uh, that's ever been held is held in hell right, right now. People are praying now like they never have before. I preached a message on hell one time and that was one of the hardest things for me to do. Yeah, I'm really. Get through that message, man. And I entitled, When the Graves Cry Out, No One Answers. Nobody answers. And once you get there, there is no answer for hell. No answer. After you get there. See? Now there's an answer before hell, before you go there. But once you're there, yeah. you're there. That's true. That's what bothered me. That's, that's one of the reasons that I wanted to go ahead and look at this tonight. Because what we're trying to do right now is sound an alarm. People are dying every day. Car accidents, COVID, heart attacks, strokes. 
high blood pressure, diseases, sickle cell, all kinds of things, taking people out of here. Right. If you don't know Jesus Christ, I, I, I got to be careful because I feel some preacher voice. <laughs> Start to get a little excited. If you don't know him, that's true. If you never accepted him, if you never did what the songs say, try Jesus, he's all right. right. God gave him, the Bible says, for God so loved the world in John 3 16, that he gave his only begotten son. That's true. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you confess with your mouth, and believe in your that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. True. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming unto the Father but by me. You just got to give up yourself. Now, we already talked about that. It ain't always easy to do, but it's worth it. I think we, we like, I think we like to gamble oh, man. too much. Yeah, uh, I so. I understand people gamble with the lottery and uh, they play the numbers and, you know, cards and they go to Las Vegas and gamble at casinos and different things like that. But why would you gamble with something as serious as your soul? Because you don't know when you might leave here. And one of the things the, the, the old folks used to say is make sure you got your business fixed mm -hmm. uh, when you leave here. <laughs> and I understood exactly what they meant when they said that. Uh, you got to make sure that you have your business fixed. Uh, because after you die, there's no way you can fix it. Mm -mm. And, and, and that's when a lot of people are going to believe uh, in a hell is when they die. When they because the reality of it then will show up. When they get there. Uh, I think, and I've often, often thought like this, I think with me, uh, and I know there's probably some other believers that have thought the same way. That I would rather do what the Bible says, just in case. I would rather believe what Jesus Christ did for me on the cross when he died for my sins. And trust in that. Because I don't know after this is over with, this life here. I've never been there before. <laughs> so there's nothing I can tell you about it. Right. But I do believe the one who knows about it. There you go. We always say, uh, I don't know what the future holds. But I know who holds But it. I know who holds the future. Well, I'm going to trust in the one who holds the future. And if he says this is the best way that I can escape hell, Guess what? That's the best shot I got. Man. What what other way do I have? What what can man promise me? What can I promise myself? I don't even know. I, I have no control over 
anything that I do because I understand that I'm not in control. And so if there's one, which is Jesus Christ, who has already said that he is the way, the truth, and the light, and no man comes to the Father except by him. Well, where's the Father? Where's the Father's in heaven? So if I'm going to get to the Father, Jesus said, you got to come through me. Well, and sometimes we say, I'm just crazy enough to follow Jesus. Because I see where man has taken us. We, we go all the way back to the book of Genesis and see where Adam has taken us. It's been a downward spiral ever since Adam came on the scene. So you think I'm going to put my trust in a man for him to get me to heaven or give me a better life? How many times man has been failing us all through history? When you look at history of man, all you see is failure. Failure, failure. Until Christ comes along. And he's the one that offers us something that we can look forward to, which is eternal life. Jesus never fails. He does. H.P. Charles. <clears throat> who is the pastor of the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church in Jacksonville, Florida. Just to have this thing, he said, I'm sticking with the church. Yeah. I'm going to change one word. And I know he is the church, but I'm just going to put his name there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick with Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> Why? Because he didn't stuck with me even when I didn't stick with him. Right. He took care of me even when I ignored his call. He kept me safe when I didn't even know I was in danger. Here's the biggest reason. He died for me. He died so that I could have life. So I might as well live the life that I have for him since he's the reason that I'm living life. And if I live life now for him, I get to live life later with him. True. I don't want to go to hell. I don't like hell. I don't like hell. I, I, I don't like it. They say hell is a place of out of darkness. And, and if you look, when you talk about hell, if you look over at Romans 6 and 23, it says the wages of sin is death. That word death actually talks about the second death, which is mentioned over in Revelation, where it says, and death and hell were thrown into a lake of fire. Now what pond of a lake of fire? This is the second death. Can you imagine burning and never burning up and no relief, no water, no ice, no cool, just constant burning and never burning up. And this is forever. And like you just said, people are taking that chance every day and gambling with this. 
taking that gamble when you don't have to gamble. He's given us a way out. He just said, come to me. Just do it my way. Ain't it good that he gives us a choice? Because when people say, a good God wouldn't send nobody to hell. Oh, you're right. He won't. He, he's trying to stop you from going. He's saying that, that if you go to hell, you just told him, if you go to hell, you told Jesus, you didn't want it. You told Jesus, no thank you. you told Jesus, yeah, you died for me, but I'm going to live for me. I'm still blown away by that statement. A good God. <laughs> wouldn't let nobody, or wouldn't send nobody to him. Right. I see it spinning. Yeah, we, 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 we gamble. Uh, the thing I think about is people that have gone before us, mm -hmm. loved ones, uh, that you're not sure mm. whether or not they knew Christ or not. A lot of my loved ones uh, didn't belong to a church, didn't go to church. Uh, next thing I knew, they were sick, and then they were gone. Uh, don't know if there was any deathbed confessions uh, at that time, because I do believe in those. Uh, but could you imagine picture this forever part. See, sometimes you, you, you have to slow down 
and focus. Because see, we're so busy, there's so many distractions and stuff. We, we say, you, you might say this to a person, you know, even to some Christians sometimes. You can say to them, well, you know, hell is real. You know, yeah, hell is real, but I'll make sure I ain't going there. And they go right back to doing certain things they know they ain't got no business doing because what they just said, they didn't really mean it. But it's just the thought of that there is a place called hell that people are going to go to and actually going to burn forever. Somebody say, well, uh, how can you go to a place where you're going to burn forever and never burn? And I always reply with this, if God can make a bush, <laughs> that was burn and not burn up and not burn up then I'm pretty sure he can fix that same type of environment for people that's going in because he said that hell even what hell wasn't even created uh for man it was created for the devil and his name so he's already fixed it the way it's going to burn and so you don't have to, if he didn't create it for you, why are you choosing to go? And, and you, it's amazing that that's the first time his name uh, has come up, the devil. Because see, his problem is, he knows he's going to be there forever one day. Right, he already knows, his fate is already set. And here's a, here's a flip side of the coin, he knows what heaven is like. Right. And I say this to people, probably just like flip it off. But he does not want folks to enjoy what he can no longer have. Right. He is one of our biggest haters. And he paints this pretty picture with the things of this world. With money. Mm -hmm. With flashy cars, nice clothes. Purses. Wheels, just stuff. Right. And, and these eyes of ours, once they get locked on stuff, things, people, goals yeah. that don't include God, some kind, sometimes we can't see beyond those things. Mm -hmm. And that was the problem with the rich young ruler. See, it wasn't that. When Jesus told him, say, well, go sell all you own, right? And give to the poor, right? I, at the time, the rich young ruler, he didn't realize it. And he probably didn't realize it when Jesus told him to sell everything and he couldn't do it. Because he didn't realize he didn't own all of those riches. Those riches owned him. big difference. It's like when we have a problem. You can have a problem or a problem can have you. Right. With the rich young ruler, he thought he owned those things, but he really didn't own them. They owned him. That's why he couldn't part with them. This right here made, this right here just hit me. And I've seen like a cartoon of Jesus kneel down 
he was asking for this little girl, for this little bear in his hand. You know what I mean? And he's got this bigger bear behind his back. They even heard the story this girl said she's like a singer or something. She was like, she just kept telling her parents about this bicycle she wanted. For months and months and months, she told them all she did was talk about this bicycle. And for her birthday, they got her this bicycle. And it had training wheels on it. And she mm -hmm. had a younger sister, and dad said, Okay, it's time for you to give your sister your bike. She loved her bike. That was her bicycle. Right. And she, she thought about it. She said, Well, let me think about it. And she thought about it, and she said, Okay, I'll give it to her. And little did she know, was a big brand new bike outside waiting on her. And she gave the bike away to her sister. What just hit me is this rich young ruler. And I'm just, this, this just hit me. I know where you go. If he had given all away, God would have saw he could trust him and made it give him more than he had. That's like it is. I'm going to just say this and get off there. That's like it is with tithing. Right. Some people are like, no, I can't get at it. But if you just give God what's his, he'll give you more than you can. But he, he, he may have given him more than he, he had given away. And you said it had him. I was thinking also, it really wasn't his. It was the one he was talking to. The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Even if he, if God blessed him down here with more, he still was going to gain more when he, <laughs> when he got him. So he, you, you can't lose. He couldn't have lost either way. He, he might have thought he was losing, but in reality he was gaining. But he couldn't see past the loss. Maybe <laughs> he was like the rich man. Yeah. He didn't want to give up his lifestyle. See, that, that's, where, that's where the faith comes in at right there. You know, do you really trust the one who owns it all? Or do you really believe that he owns it all? Or do you believe that you got this on your own? Right. Right. And if you believe you got it on your own, you're not going to trust the one who says he owns it. And some people don't believe it. They don't believe that. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, and all they that dwell. Even then, He owns it. Let's put a bow tie on this. Alright, we'll, 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 we'll come back next week and pick up with <laughs> And He Cried in verse 24. Alright. Give me your bow tie. Sitting crying in verse 24. Uh, he sees the reality now. Uh, but he sees the reality too late. There you go. Bible says, What's there a profit of man if he gains the whole world? But died and lose his soul. He just lost his soul. Snake out. Yeah. And even though he gained the whole world, so to speak, 
reality has set in. And, and, and I wonder if he knew about it, but still made the choice to go there. Because there again, you mentioned earlier about the rich young ruler, where here's another rich, and I'm pretty sure he was some type of ruler also. Because uh, most rich people have some type of authority. Right. So here he is. He was ruling uh, on Yeah. He's lifting up his eyes now. And see something that probably shocked him. And that's to see that the shoe now is on the other foot. Oh, no. But he cries out, man, and he cries to Abraham. Uh, picture that knowing how good you had it before and now you died and now you got it worse than Lazarus did and there's nothing you can do about it to change that situation all that money that you got or that you had hey. can't change your present situation now I tend to think that he had some type of awareness about him, that he knew uh, about him. He probably even used the word uh, hell in a few sentences. Right. You know? We're looking for the 24. It said, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, mm -hmm. which meant, if he said, and he was, he was part of the family. Right. So if he talking Father Abraham, I'm going to leave his love to make me. But he knew. Yeah. And I'm going to the end very quick. He said, send somebody so that they don't come to this place. Mm -hmm. He knew about the place. Because the riches, and I'm sorry for him. No, you're you're fine. Fine. The riches interrupted what he knew. Don't go back. Right. That's true. But I'm thinking his choice, man. Uh, man, that's a, that's a powerful word. Yes, it's like us now. Uh, we choose these 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 things in life, man, that we think are rich. We think are so expensive. We think it's so flamboyant. We think that's uh, that that's in a way that it, it's it's gonna cost more than anything else. And what I'm saying is there's nothing that's more valuable than your soul. Remember I said when you read something, don't read it too fast. Because it says what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world now, think about how rich you're going to be if you gain the whole world. 
But think about this. You gain nothing because this world will come to an end. Exactly. And, and you gain the whole world, but what you think you gain is not place. even yours. Right. Temporary place. Right. 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 It's temporary. See, it's not even yours. You think you're gaining the whole world with all these riches that you have, or you're trying to gain more and more because the more riches you get, the more riches you want. So he, he just goes ahead and put it in a nutshell. What if you gain the whole world of riches? You know, and then you die and lose your soul. He's saying that all of that is not more valuable than your soul. But we don't see that even when we're reading it. We don't see that. The God of this world. Yeah. Blinded. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Silver and gold. Silver and gold. In the last part of that, he said, well, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For his soul? I ain't trying to give nothing for my soul. <laughs> I'm not. I know that this, I know, I know to a point what this world has to offer. I've seen indulged in some things that the world has to right. But none of it compares to this man named Jesus. Some silver and gold. Silver and gold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Every one day we need to talk about soul. We can go there. We'll put that on our list of many future episodes. No fame or fortune, no riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. Sure. Don't give me a mansion on top of a hill. Don't give me the world with a shallow place. But just give me a safe. My life, he can win. I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. If I have Jesus, I have the one that holds the world. The world. All the silver and gold. In the palm of his hand. I have the one who owns, as you just said, the silver and gold. I have the one that spoke worlds into existence. Mm -hmm. I have the one that John said, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without any him was not anything made that was made. Sure. I got the most powerful person in the universe. I have one that's eternity, eternal. See, all this stuff is temporal. But Jesus, Everlasting. maybe we'll mention it again. I'm bow tied my hands. <laughs> tied it up. But he had five brothers. Who do you think got his riches? <laughs> 
And see, he knew what riches would do to his brothers. Because sometimes when you got riches, you can't see God. True. There what did you, yeah, right. There is your God. What, what, what did Terry Anderson say about Steve Jobs? Sir Isaac Newton and the Hawkins man who all said there is no God. Right. There is no hell. He said, I wonder what they're talking about in hell right now. True. True. We're we, we going to end it right here. Okay? All right. We'll pick up at 24, but we'll start talking about the conditions and everything going on in hell. Because you said something. You said something about being conscious. Yeah. He's conscious now. But it's too late. And what we want to keep doing is sounding the horn because for somebody, we're trying to help somebody before it's everlasting too late. True. I, I say this, and uh, like I said, we're putting both ties. The Bible says that hell is enlarging itself every day. Since that's true, it's telling us that people are still going to hell. And hell is making room for more. Mm. Uh, mm. We sing the song about standing at the cross. Uh, there's room for more. According to the Bible, it says that hell is enlarging itself. And if it's enlarging itself, not for people, because if it wasn't enlarging itself, wouldn't be enough room for people to go. But since it's enlarging itself, it's making room for people to go. And people are going to go. Yeah, because if it's a lot of itself, they're, they're, they're continually going. So we, we need to make sure we do what Christ says. He, he gave us pretty clear instructions of what we can do to uh, basically keep people from going there. And that's the truth of God. So that's what we have to do. That's the only alternative. Cry loud. Yeah. Spread not. Spread not. It's true. It's called sin, sin, regardless of who's in it. Right. Narrow is the way. I don't think it's so. That it leads to eternal life. True. But broad is the way that leads to destruction. True. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man. But the ways thereof are the ways of death. We are simply here tonight. And we didn't get into all of it. We're going to pick back up next Tuesday, right? Next Tuesday, something. We'll pick back up next Tuesday at something. Right? But part two, well, actually part three. Huh? And we'll divide this into two parts. <laughs> part three of hell. Don't go there. My brothers and sisters, listen. We've said it. We're going to echo it all throughout this series. We don't know how long this will be. 
but it is incumbent upon us. To put the word that when you leave this earth, you got to reside somewhere. Sure. When you leave this earth, you get in like you thinking about the fact that people are dying and going to hell. Hell's no joke. There was no fun. It's not a place you want to play. Um, I'll tell you this quick story. I'm going to wrap this up. But true story. Young man was riding in a car with some guys late one night. And this guy he was riding with encountered one of his enemies. And his enemies shot him. And this guy's in the back seat. And when he woke up out of sleep, bullet hit him in the head and he died. And I said this right here. If that young man didn't know Jesus, he woke up just to lift up his eyes in hell. People, we don't know when. We don't know when the Lord is going to call us. We don't know when our appointment time is. If I were you, I'd do everything in my power to make sure I got my business straight. I'd make sure that I, I just tell the world, you don't have nothing to offer me. That's eternal. Because we need to start thinking eternally and not temporal. This world is temporal. One day you're going to leave here. And if I'm you, I make sure I got my business straight with God. Thank you for joining us on tonight. We will be back next week, 7 o'clock next Tuesday, if the Lord says the same, with a continuation of this series on hell, don't go there. We'll pick up at verse 24. Until then, thank you for joining us. God bless you. We love you. May heaven smile upon you.